Alright everybody, welcome back to Cult Chasers. Today we're going to be doing a brief introduction to all cults. Now, the first definition of a cult is that it's a movement held together by a strong bond between members of the cult, their leader, and an ideology. Now, the four parts that make up the cult. The first part is the charismatic leader. He's very charming, seemingly smart, they're very strong public speakers, and they're extremely self-centered. They tend to be male. The next part is their belief system. It usually tends to be a set out path to a better place or steps to achieve goals. And this is what the leaders preach to people to get them interested in the cult. Then you have the system of control. The cult creates an us versus them mentality through thought stopping, isolation, and abuse. That is why cults are usually based in secluded communes or have people all dressed the same to try and unify them. And the last part of a cult is their system of influence. This provides constant reassurance to the cult members with love bombing, confessions, and forced and altered emotional states. To achieve that, they usually have group meditations and personal interviews to try and break down one's individuality. Now that we've talked about the four dynamics of a cult, we need to talk about the kind of people that get involved with cults. Starting off, we have the followers. The followers are usually lacking self-confidence and have a constant need for fulfillment and tend to be very submissive to the leaders. They have a fear of leaving the cult because they have lost connections to the outside world and have become completely submerged in the leaders and the cause. Once they go back out into society, they have a very hard time interacting with other people because they're dealing with a lot of mental illness and trauma from the cults they were in. Then you have the leaders. The leaders often have narcissistic personality disorder, are extremely entitled and manipulative, and they cannot handle criticism. The leaders often give speeches to their followers and work to build individual connections with the cult members so that they're more devoted to the group. Then you have the allies, or unofficial members of the cult. These are people who are not fully invested in the cult, but get along well with the leaders and they work to help the group by offering them connections and resources outside of the cult, like money, food, places to stay, or even connections to possible new members. All right, now that we know what kind of makes up a cult, we should probably talk about the different kinds of cults there are. There are nine categories of cults. Starting off with the Eastern cult, this group focuses on spiritual enlightenment reincarnation, and nirvana. They do practices like extensive meditation, induced trance, and dietary restrictions. They work on altered states of consciousness, and they all have to wear special or similar clothing. This tends to be a distortion of the Eastern-based philosophy or religions. Then we have the religious cults themselves. They believe in God or some higher being with the hope of salvation in the afterlife. The leader reinterprets scripture, and he usually claims to be a prophet or a messiah. These cults are very strict and use a lot of physical punishment, especially of children. To unify themselves, they speak in tongues or chant, and they are very isolated. Next, we have the political, racist, or terrorist cults. These cults operate off a belief in changing society, having a revolution, or overthrowing the enemy. Their leaders are all-knowing and all-powerful, but the group doesn't operate as one whole cult, but smaller secret selves. The members of the group are armed and tend to engage in violent acts like arson, bombing, and kidnapping. 
They speak and write in a secret coded language because of their instilled paranoia and fear. The bonds that these groups form become so strong because they all have the mutual commitment of violent acts. Up next, we have the mass transformation cult. These ones operate off a goal of personal transformation or improvement, and the leader has unique insights and acts as a life coach. These groups usually have group encounter sessions and intense talks about past experiences and thoughts. They use hypnosis, drugs, and sometimes submersion tanks to shame people into wanting to alter their personalities. All right, then we have the New Age cults. The leader is an ultra-spiritual being, and these are the only cults that tend to have female leaders. They gain power through knowledge of being able to tell the future and use crystals, astrology, herbs, spirit beings, and magic tricks to do so. Their followers are controlled by alter states and peer pressure. They also use the chakra form of meditation. One of the most popular kinds of cults is the satanic or black magic cult, with the belief in supernatural powers. The leaders are evil reincarnated, and they use animal sacrifice, physical and sexual abuse, and some cults even proclaim human sacrifice. They are very ritualistic in practice, with altars, cutting or blood rituals, tattooing, or committing acts of violence and intimidation. Next, we have the family cult. These cults have a very dominant leader, but he usually acts as a partner or teacher to his followers. They are very manipulative and control followers through prolonged psychological, physical, and sexual abuse. This abuse creates induced dependency on the leader and the cult, and the members are stuck there based off of fear, isolation, and deprivation. Then we have the cults of personality. Their belief is reflectant of the leader. They're revolving around a similar theme or interest. These groups have intense training sessions to try and reach their goals, and they perform lots of rituals. Then you have the commercial cult. These cults believe in attaining wealth and power, and they usually have an overtly lavish leader. The group is trying to sell something through long seminars, guilt and shame tactics, peer pressure, and guided imagery that tries to make people believe they need what the cult is selling. Now, all in all, many cults share some of the same ideals and dynamics, but although they share the same basic outline, every single cult is different. The connections that are formed between the leaders and their followers can be insanely intense and lead to a lot of horrible actions to be committed by the group as a whole. So now that we have a rough outline of what a cult is, the different kinds of cult, and what makes up a cult, we're going to be going further in depth on specific cults and their dynamics. So stay tuned to Cult Chaser for more on that.